Thank you for choosing the eBlitz podcast to listen to. eBlitz is a completely free-to-use social gaming app that helps you find like-minded, non-toxic gamers in seconds. It's free to download and completely free to use via the App Store on iOS or the Google Play Store for Android devices. And we hope that you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to eBlitz and another podcast that we're bringing you today. I'm your host, Luke Eldon, and today we have a special guest that we're really excited to have on, and that is Frankly Gaming. How you doing, mate? doing fantastic man how you doing yourself good to hear yeah i'm doing well really do appreciate you taking the time out to do this uh to sit down with me and have a nice q a discussion so thanks very much for that i should mention the usual co-host mike and aaron aren't here today just for uh, some different reasons and, and not being on holiday and stuff like that so they will be back hopefully next week <coughs> and other than that we are here to uh yeah for, to talk a bit of gaming with frankly gaming so I'll jump right into it, Frank. We're gonna. The first question that I have down here is, uh, what was the first game that really got you into gaming? Uh, yeah, for me it was uh, StarCraft One, uh, which is interesting because I do a lot of videos on like single player games mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, growing up, my uh, my dad he was he was really into StarCraft One, um, so he he didn't play much games after that. But um, I always loved games growing up. So uh, on the weekends, my dad would always just <laughs> he'd be like, "Hey, man, if you score a goal." And, you know, in your soccer tournament, then I'll, yeah. I'll play, you know, a game of StarCraft with you. And so that's kind of what motivated me to, you know, work a lot at soccer and and then, you know, also whatever it was, right? He, he'd always have these little challenges. You know, if I did them, then we could go play a game. So um, nice. that's the game that definitely got me into it. Yeah, like when I was young, it was it was all about competitive games, you know, mm-hmm. Counter-Strike, StarCraft, uh, Dota, things like that. So um, kind of expanded from there. And it encouraged you to be better at soccer as well <laughs> nice rewards for scoring a goal <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> yes it's yeah. uh yeah it made everything better <laughs> nice little bit of motivation i must admit you know starcraft isn't a game i've actually ever played um i mean i know it was uh you know like a real-time strategy game but i've never never really got into it never never tried it was it definitely something that maybe i missed out on you'd say yeah i mean it's it was kind of the i guess the first game that really got like esports going i guess you know mm-hmm. especially over in korea so um, it's really competitive, so it's it's pretty try-hard, but um, it's a fun game. StarCraft II is pretty good, too, so... Um, no, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of hard to get into, but it's it's a classic, so... Do you, you, know, still, I'm, I'm, do you still play them at all? A little bit. Uh, me and my buddy actually played some StarCraft II recently just for fun, but um, not, not as much anymore. I, I kind of split my time between, like, single-player stuff, right? So, um, obviously, I'm really into, like, Mass Effect, Cyberpunks, you know, Elder Scrolls, things like that um right now i'm playing fallout and then you know besides that i also play like valorant like competitive wise so i've, I've always you know like competitive things as well and gaming especially yeah. um so yeah right now that's valorant that's it right okay so you like to have the uh, the mixture of like a single player game and then just chuck in a competitive aspect game as well yeah yeah i notice i always kind of like alternate between the two like sometimes i'll just really i just want to grind you know say valorant and just try and you know go up in the ranks and that's i'm not really you know feeling like playing any story games and you know other times that you know you're tired you get home from work and you just want to sit on the couch <laughs> and yeah listen to music like walking through a world so yeah yeah definitely the last thing you want to do is jump on and get well uh, anyway for me <laughs> yeah. you might be good at these games but the competitive shooters i am not very good at <laughs> so it doesn't usually go too well 
I'll, yeah, I'll, no, I'm not the best either. So I get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So definitely, sometimes it's better to have a, a more chilled evening for sure. Um, so moving on to the next question we have, and it's uh, what is your proudest game or proudest slash best gaming moment? Anything that springs to mind? So for a little example, me and my friend. Well, you said actually you, you played a bit of soccer. Do you ever remember the game Pro Evolution Soccer? Pez. Oh yeah, I was more of a FIFA guy, but Pez was good too. Yeah, to be fair, younger. we yeah we we transitioned more into fifa but back in the day on pads we used to try and win the world cup with a uh, lesser nation scotland for example weren't the best team on there and this was pez 2005 <laughs> we could not do it until we were literally i think we were 19 we went back to it and finally did it <laughs> on the old ps2 <laughs> and that to this day go. is still our <laughs> well my proudest gaming moment we finally did it after all those years so is there anything that sticks out for you um yeah it's it's hard to say i mean because i i think one of the best things games actually can do is uh, you know kind of give you that sense of like satisfaction that you actually accomplished something mm -hmm. um so i definitely have had a lot of moments like that um like single player wise you know just playing prey and like figuring out a lot of things not necessarily because it was so hard but just because it, it you know it felt satisfying getting through that um in terms of actually most satisfying probably like you know reaching you know diamond and valorant just like getting a hitting a milestone or maybe in like dota back when i used to play a lot like i don't, I don't remember what i hit but like 5k mmr something like that something decent not that great but you know i, I kind of think of those things as um, you know conquering that sense of challenge i guess you know yeah uh, yeah for me specifically too since i have a youtube channel like it, i guess in terms of in general the things i'm most proud of is probably like some of the videos i've done on games and things like especially like say cyberpunk because I know a lot of people don't like that game, but I, I think it gets a bad rap, so I've done a lot of videos on that. Um, well, me and you agree there. I, yeah, there uh, we go. Yeah, I, I actually really did enjoy the uh, the story aspect. I mean, obviously, yeah, it had its issues. Um, I was lucky enough to play it on the Series S, so I didn't really run into them as much. But I actually really enjoyed the story, and I did watch your videos on them. They're really good. People should check them out, for sure. Um but yeah, and it is, it's nice to watch a video of someone not completely slating it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I tend to be more positive, so I'm, I'm like the opposite probably of most gamers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that's always good to hear. Yeah, so basically with like the best gaming moments and stuff for you and Proudest, it's just stuff that you feel like you've invested a lot of time into and then you actually get some achievement out of it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I, I think that's why a lot of people, like, recently liked Elden Ring, too. I, I think, like, in life, I mean, just in general, not even gaming, um, you know, you have to have a pretty big challenge to get a, you know, really big sense of accomplishment. Yeah. Um, so get really hard games or competitive games, uh, specifically, usually kind of give me that high, so, yeah. for sure. I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm sure a lot of people would agree with that as well, to be fair, when they think about their own experiences with the with different games um so so what is your favorite gaming series because i know or franchise i know you've mentioned mass effect cyberpunk and you've also mentioned fallout starcraft is there any one that sticks out as your go-to for the top spot yeah definitely so if we're talking like an overall series i'd definitely say mass effect i i love the world of mass effect like it's like the first game i, I like i'll never forget that just like being introduced to you know all the species and the universe like as a series, definitely for sure, Mass Effect. I like the first and the third game the most, uh, personally. Um, in terms of just a game, uh, I'd say Cyberpunk actually for me, just because like I don't know why, but the the characters and like the actual story it told and like uh, I guess the the takeaways and the meaning really spoke to me personally. Um, 
and then besides that, Prey would be a close second. Um, right. So Arcane Studios, Prey. Yeah, because I, I think that game's just like fundamentally like pretty much a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's understandable. I think um, to be fair as well with like the Mass Effect stuff, I watched one of your Iceberg videos on it. Um, very interesting stuff. And I was just wondering, uh, obviously, I, I'm a big massive Mass Effect fan as well. And I noticed in the video that you believe the Synthesis ending was the right decision to make and i was just wondering how people responded to that (laughs) that's a that's a great question um (laughs) yeah it's uh there's a lot of destroy ending uh fans out there which you know i respect it um so i i've made a i've made a couple videos now about you know um either about or just i allude to why i think you know synthesis or the green ending makes the most sense for mass effect um a lot of people don't agree with that uh some people do um, but I think that's what makes Mass Effect great, right? Like, I, I totally get why people like the, you know, destruction or red ending. Um, the blue ending, I, I get it. I, I, that one's probably the hardest for me to understand. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that's what makes it great, right? Like everyone has, like, their own kind of interpretations uh, of what the story is mm-hmm. and kind of how it goes. But, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, YouTube comments can, can get a little frisky, so. Uh, yeah, well... Yeah, I think that, that's uh, definitely something that goes without saying, but I'm assuming with this one, it probably got a few people. Yeah, a little going. extra frisky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so out of interest, when you first played through it, do you remember what decision you made at the end? When I Oh, that's a good question. Because I, I cause the synthesis thing is, I, I really came to the conclusion after I played it again recently mm-hmm. with the Legendary Edition. Um I don't know. I was a dumb kid, so whatever I picked was probably wrong. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I, honestly, I don't know. I, I honestly it had it, it wouldn't. It would have either been destruction or synthesis. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I picked though. It's actually a really interesting question. Because yeah. um, I'm thinking, like you know, the first time you play through, it's a. I don't know. It, it could maybe be either you know you don't know as much as you thought because, like you said, when you go on another playthrough, you'll pick up other hints and subtle nods and stuff like that that you'd be like ah okay maybe this would change my decision so i'm just always interested to feel how people made their decision on the first playthrough because i i'm pretty sure i went destroy i think because geared towards like get rid of the reapers yeah and and i think i did too i I, like i said i don't remember 100 percent, but i'm pretty sure i went destroy and i think i think a lot of it though too is i heard like oh the good endings destroy Mm -hmm. i just wanted yeah, and it was, you know, just take care of the Reapers, right? Because that's what we were doing for so many years. But I think it's also different when you play all three games, like, back-to-back. Yeah, like, yeah. in the Legendary Edition, right? It was, okay, I played the first one, then I played the second one, then I played the third one. But when I was a kid and I first played these games, I played the first one, then I waited years, then I played the second one, then I waited years. So it's almost like you just remember, like, take out the Reapers, take out the Reapers. But when you actually play them all back-to-back, I think it's you kind of look more thematically, I guess, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. So Yeah. I don't know. There's more nuance to it, for sure. Because I think, like uh, like you were saying, to be fair, when you have the break, it's like you're coming back in fresh again. So you not rem- you might not remember everything from the previous games and the little decisions that you've made and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, like you said, when, it, when it's been ingrained into you, like, oh, okay, we've got to stop the threat of the Reapers and now they finally they finally invaded or they you know come for the for the war, essentially, then I feel like destroy is ingrained to choose from that aspect but i'm sure many people made different decisions <laughs> hence why yeah no it's different opinions 
it's interesting too because and i totally see all, all the sides especially destroying synthesis it's just like to me i just like synthesis because it to me it ties into all of the themes of mass effect kind of tells even from the onset of mass effect one um which i think is the game a lot of people some people didn't even play that one they just start with the second mm -hmm. um, so i know that you know that might influence a lot of people's decision too yeah that's true actually it's a good point by the way what did you make of the uh legendary edition overall i liked it a lot it was um i liked it because it was very nostalgic it pretty much kept everything you know um like i think back to like novaria and mass effect one and it was pretty much how i envisioned it as a kid you know with better graphics like how i was thinking it looked at the time yeah um and and they kind of can they you know they kept some of the wonkiness but so it's interesting to kind of go back and see how games were a little bit with you know some improvements um I really liked it. I thought they did a great job. So um, hopefully that gets a lot more fans, you know, coming on for the, the next Mass Effect that's coming out in, you know, the next couple of years. Yeah, that would be uh, exciting to see. Um, I've got a couple more questions as well. A few more actually that relate to Mass Effect as well. Because um, I want, I, obviously awesome. you mentioned like a, the new game coming down the line. I'll go into that in a second. I wanted to ask your thoughts on Andromeda. Yeah, so for me, so I tend to be a contrarian in gaming, but Andromeda is one where I kind of agree with people. Um, I actually, I'm, I've kind of on the side replaying through Mass Effect even again, just just a little bit here and there, and I'm on the third game, and and I want to go through Andromeda again, um, but but every time I've played it, it just, I don't know, it it, it feels it, it's fine, it's an okay game. Like I I like the combat, yeah, the obviously. Combat's really yeah, I, I like it a lot. So it's it's a fun game to play. The problem is I'm playing my Xbox and they don't have like FPS boost for that game. So it's 30 FPS and mm. I'm a PC gamer mostly. So I, I'm like one of those people where if a game's under 60 FPS, I just I just start molding. Um, <laughs> so it's like, it's so hard for me to play it. I love the combat, but it, it actually doesn't feel as good as the Legendary Edition because it's 60 FPS now. Yeah. Um, but but that's besides the point. The, the actual game story, I just didn't connect to the characters much, uh, as much and um to me mass effects actually and the reason i don't like the second game as much as a lot of people is i've always liked mass effect most and first and foremost for um kind of the world the universe and, and the broader story it tells not necessarily the character stories i i think cyberpunk for example actually has better characters than mm -hmm. mass effect um but yeah in terms of andromeda i i think it just it, it had actually had a really good idea for like where it's taking the story but that the universe just didn't feel as alive and and i went like i don't know it didn't feel as big and vast and there were like less cities with you know these like underground like omega you know in mass effect 2 and 3 like you know cities with underground vibes and like clubs and they it, it just didn't it didn't um light my imagination as much i guess which is what i've always liked from the series no i i actually agree with that point it does feel a lot more empty for sure i mean i i guess there is the reason for that but it, yeah <laughs> yeah it, but still like you were saying it doesn't capture your imagination as much as you especially coming off the back of like the mass effect trilogy um i think obviously hopes are really high for the fans and they just didn't really deliver see i'm probably in the minority where i didn't actually mind the game i kind of enjoyed it and i was intrigued by the end of the story to see how the story would play out but obviously we're not going to get that now yeah but, sadly because honestly it was a, like the the idea was cool yeah for sure. yeah i i might be wrong but i think they were going down the route of the um was it like the black mass energy or something which they were 
rumored to have been thinking about doing in the original trilogy I might yeah in mass effect 2 yeah yeah no that's like yeah there's there's a lot of rumors about that and like i know some of the ex staff um have kind of i think some of them even wrote some fanfic um right. about it but um yeah and yeah and i actually talked about that in my like um mass effect next or four theory video um i actually hope they tie that in because i think that'd be a great way to tie in the original trilogy with andromeda into some new thing mm-hmm. and kind of have that be like the you know the dark Cthulian force behind the scenes but um yeah. we'll see hopefully they go that route yeah that'd be cool that'd be cool and I, I just felt as well with like um andromeda i do feel like it's the type of game that didn't help having the mass effect title on i know it was a mass effect game but you know what like if that came out as just i don't know dave the explorer or whatever <laughs> i think no, more... Be high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah more people would be more forgiving essentially oh yeah yeah it would have gotten a dave the explorer 2 sequel for sure that would have been <laughs> yeah no that's a great point though i mean because i think it's just people just have that love I, and that's the only issue with having like a big series like mass effect like even for the next mass effect game it's kind of like you can't just have like a cool new sci-fi game you have to have mm-hmm. like some really great you know thing and it's it definitely makes it tough yeah for sure um i hope it knocks out of the park because i am a big mass effect fan so i want more um so yeah fingers crossed there so going back though to the original trilogy because obviously in the uh the iceberg video that you did as well you discussed mm. like the indoctrination theory which has always been one that i was really fascinated by because i felt like some of the points made could work and then other points i was like mm, I, I can't really connect those dots. Yeah. so i just yeah I, I was just getting your thoughts i know it's in the video as well for people to watch if they want to check that out but yeah just getting your thoughts on that overall um yeah i think um i, I like the indoctrination theory i mean i like theories that's why i'm doing icebergs recently you know it's I, i'm just a sucker for those kind of things but um for me i i mean one i mean if we just look at bioware they've like literally come out on in official statements from like multiple people from the company and been like no that's not what we were doing cool theory though Mm -hmm. um so i mean if you just take their word for it it's just you know it's not true uh which which most likely means it's definitely not gonna have a play in the in the new games Mm -hmm. um but just as a theory itself i mean i think it's interesting i i think indoctrination is one of the biggest themes of the entire mass effect series i mean literally even from the first game yeah. that's like one of the central themes um so and and it's a really interesting idea you know like kind of like you're falling into madness and then by the end they're they're kind of controlling you and the funny thing about indoctrination is like even i actually don't even disagree with that theory i, I when people hear that theory it always kind of goes to the red ending i know we spoke about this before mm-hmm. it being that you need to destroy red because you're kind of um breaking free of your indoctrination right they're trying to indoctrinate you not to destroy them mm-hmm. and then but i kind of see it more as like Maybe they are indoctrinating you. That's one of the central themes, right? But maybe the Reapers are right. Maybe, maybe like, these evil forces know something we don't that could tie into the next games. And this kind of ties into my theory, which would be, like, there was this dark energy, right, and some other Cthulian force that was even greater that was threatening the entire universe and, like, the Reapers knew about it and the only way to save us, right? Like, and I know some people don't like that kind of, like, retconning, oh, the bad guys were actually the good guys the whole time, but I'm a sucker for that. I think that's really cool. <laughs> Um, and I, I so I, that's, and I think you know the indoctrination theory could tie into that in the sense that like yeah you could have been kind of getting indoctrinated but it actually wasn't really a bad thing because I, I think people hear indoctrination of Mass Effect and they just go okay bad indoctrination bad but <laughs> which I mean obviously you don't want to mind control people but um, yeah that doesn't necessarily like mean a, it's wrong 
Yeah, like it could be for the greater good that the Reapers are thinking about sort of thing. So then you can kind of understand and give some justification. So it's a bit more grey rather than black and white. I'd appreciate that, I think. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we're on the same page there for sure. I just, um, I can't remember if you addressed it in the video or not, but the one thing that I've Maybe there are people who've answered it, and I just haven't found the answers yet. But I was just wondering, how, how was the Elusive Man and Anderson on the platform, essentially, when you go up to the Citadel? I don't really... Oh, yeah, some people addressed that. it. Honestly, there's so many... Like, I know there's, like, multiple theories on it. Because um, I, I guess the indoctrination theory, a lot of it, like, comes down to, like, that last kind of sequence where you're, like, you get shot... And then you're like up on the ship. A lot of people think that's a dream sequence too. I remember when I was looking up theories, there's there's so much around that specific point. Honestly, I don't really know um, just because there's so much different theories <laughs> and like convolution about that scene. Um, I guess, honestly, if we're using Occam's razor and like just going with the, you know, what's probably the case, it's just like they were like, the writers were like, and they're both there <laughs> because why not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. like... Um, and you know, we, and then, you know, people like me can make like crazy theories and iceberg videos about why that is. But, um, I, I mean, honestly, if I'm being, you know, truthful, it's probably just that <laughs> they, they just needed them both there for a cool finale. Yeah. You know, that's, that is a good point. I think sometimes we try and dive right in and delve and then really it could just be that <laughs> we need to tie these guys in. They've been yeah. pretty important. That's no fun. <laughs> yeah. That's not, yeah. Can you, yeah. I just make a nice joke. I'm like, yeah, it was just, dude, it was just the writing wasn't that great. See you guys. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Bye. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. Hope you have a good one. <laughs> nice and short. Um, no, yeah, to be fair, the indoctrination theory, yeah, I always loved it, but, you know, like you said, if um, people who literally worked on the game said, <laughs> cool theory, but no, that's not the case, then they have no reason to come out and deny it. I mean, it wouldn't do them, like, I don't. I can't see why they would do that if it was. Yeah. Still. Well, I would run with it if I were them. I just feel like you never know. Like maybe your writing was that good, and we were thinking about that the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> we're that smart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, that was a better idea than I thought. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Dude, that's what, if I was writing a game, I would just like I would hire like really creative people to just come up with obscure theories and then just like post little winking faces on all of them so people are like oh my god oh this is what's happening like and then everyone would think you like had this genius plan oh social media would go into a meltdown (laughs) everyone would be like see that yeah exactly (laughs) you just sat there like well i didn't know at the time but it works um yeah yeah really interesting i i love the theories um as well hence why i did stumble across your channel to be fair yeah makes sense talking about your channel i wanted to know uh what was it that made you want to start a youtube channel in the first place yeah i uh so originally i started when i was like super young i think my channel's like over a decade old um i don't even know maybe like 12 years or something um i started when i was really young and i just made some like starcraft videos like it was literally me like hey guys like it's me sell it like and with my friend we're playing 1v1 in bronze league or something um and uh you know just really crappy funny videos um i I deleted most of them because it was like ruining my algorithm thing but i I think i kept one just because it was funny Mm -hmm. um and then i also made like borderlands 2 like a couple loot videos um but i was just doing that for fun on the side you know went to college was busy uh had a year of work um and then i got into streaming for a little bit 
And uh, so I did that for a while, made a couple of YouTube videos here and there, like stream highlights. Um, and then recently I decided I kind of wanted to focus more on the YouTube side and do a little bit of just streaming on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I've been, you know, putting a lot more effort into that and, and doing like uh, theory videos and things, icebergs, um, and, and just really just diving into that, you know, cause I've always been passionate about games. It's, um, I don't think, I don't know if I necessarily want to do this like full time. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, coding, you know, and, and, you know, working on businesses and things as well. Um, but it's really cool to have a creative outlet, you know, where I, I can just feel like, you know what, I really like games. I, I think they're great art. I, this game, for example, cyberpunk really spoke to me and, and people shit on it, but I think it has something special people don't see. So I'm going to make a video about it. Um, you know, that kind of satisfies that, that creative itch that I think a lot of people have. Right. So that, that's really why I'm doing it. Yeah. That's cool as well, because once you put your, uh, your theories, ideas and stuff like that forward and opinions on games, it can open people's minds to be like, okay, maybe I was a little bit harsh. Maybe it isn't as bad as I thought. And maybe I missed certain aspects to it. So I think that's really cool. Um, what was like your, how have you found the transition even, I should say, between uh, streaming and just like YouTube content? Do you have a preference for either one? Um, I'd probably say YouTube just because now that I've been doing both, like I tried very hard at both. Um, streaming is hard, but not hard. Like it's not actually hard. A lot of it's just, are you charismatic? And if you're not, you just need to go out and talk to people mm-hmm. and then like try and become more charismatic. But the problem is, so it's not like intrinsically hard in the sense of like, you have to spend hours editing and, and thinking and writing and, 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 and researching, right. It's, it's more just, you have it or you don't. It's, it's more of a, um, it's just exhausting. And it's, it's such a mental strain. Like I, I like when I was really working on streaming, like a year or two ago, I, I go to work, work nine, 10 hours, come home. Eat, I literally like rush home, run, grab food, eat as quick as I could, stream for three, four hours, get off, be exhausted, go to bed, wake up. Like, you know, just, it was just nonstop. That's a tough and like, cycle. if you had, oh yeah. And if you have a tough day at work, right. You're like, God, the last thing I want to do right now is stream. Right. And you got to be like pretty upbeat. Right. Otherwise who wants to watch some guy just being like, Hey guys, I'm tired. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I can't really be um, honest. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. I'm, I'm, this, this, I'm way too tired for this today, but, uh, <laughs> yeah so it's just exhausting it's it's a huge mental strain too right and um one thing i learned too that actually the one thing that probably streaming helped me the most with youtube is it really helped me have like a way better mindset like i'm way better dealing with failure i'm not as worried about the numbers i'm more worried about just make quality shit like you can't control sometimes algorithms right Mm -hmm. um so uh, it definitely helped me out a lot. I still like streaming. I like streaming a lot. it's really cool to go see everyone but i kind of like how i'm doing it now where it's like on the weekends i come in say hi to everyone, have a good time, um, get to interact with people that maybe only like knew me from my voice and videos or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they can actually see me say hi. Um, so I still like it a lot. It's just, it's just hard. I, you know, it's, uh, and the more I've done it, the more I've realized I, I, I kind of like the YouTube. It's it's more low key. You know, if I have a long day at work, I can come home, rest, and then just stay up a little later and, you know, yeah. listen to music while I'm, you know, writing. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I, uh, a lot of people that we've spoken to, content creators streamers etc um burnout is a massive problem and i feel like i mean burnout exists obviously across the board when you're being creative but i feel like with streaming is there just seems to be that added edge because like you said you are live you do have to come in and be always upbeat i guess like you were touching on the perks of with youtube is you can come in if you've had a bad day or whatever you can be like i'm not doing that right now 
I'll just yeah. wind down, and then when I'm mentally ready, I'll get it done. I feel like that's yeah, exactly. a mindset as well. Yeah, it, it's just a way more uh, chill. And also the other thing, too, is that I, that I like about YouTube is it's like I can put a ton of effort into a video, and I can be proud of what I made, and then I can put it out, and it can be like, maybe it'll get 100 views now, but maybe if I keep working like a year from now, like people will notice this. And even if it's just 500 people, I might get one comment like, yo, this was so good. Like, this was cool, right? But on my stream, it's like, who's going back a year later and being like, I'm going to hour 212 in this stream. <laughs> and I was so inspired by what he said. Like, no one's doing that, you know? So, like, it, it also feels like, you, yeah, <laughs> it feels like your work's going to something, like, more meaningful in the sense, like, um, and, and, and actually, that's one thing I'm really trying to focus on recently is, like, a lot of evergreen content. That's why I'm trying to make the icebergs, too. It's like, someone could watch this five years from now and it would still be interesting. Like, if, like if Fallout 5 gets announced in five years... And then it's about to come out. People could watch that iceberg and be like, "Oh, this is cool," you know. Mm-hmm. So, so that's also why I'm doing that. Yeah, hundred percent. And actually, that does lead into what I was going to ask, which was, uh, "How come you decided to focus on icebergs as a topic?" Uh, obviously, yeah. there might be a little bit more to it, but that is a great reason for sure. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. I think. Um, I mean, I'm always trying stuff too, right? I, I I just think of things I like. So, for example. Another thing I tried that didn't do as well, but actually now because my other videos are doing well, it's starting to gain some traction, was I played every Mass Effect game in, in 2022 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so as a YouTuber, I'm a small YouTuber. I mean, I guess I've been growing quite a bit recently, but um, yeah, it's just, you know what I mean? You got to try a bunch of different ideas. And, you know, I, I had tried like a theory video once before and it did pretty well, but not that great. And then, you know, I, I tried like uh, game review things here and there, didn't do that well, but course now they're doing better because you know the channel is growing and then um you know i just kept trying things and i've always been in love with like theory things like you know the epic nate 315 like camel works like those elder scrolls fallout guys like um i've always just loved those theory videos right uh, in, about these worlds or just theories in general i watch a lot of um uh, shoot um nexpo for example oh yeah, uh, yeah. and um i love nexpo and then i also um he did a uh, Bitcoin, like, Silk Road video. I forget his name. But there's another guy like next Oh, oh yes. Um, no, I've watched that video. I know. Yes. I'm yeah, sure. I figured you know what I'm talking about. Um, oh, what is but it? anyways, yeah, so so I always like those types of videos, right? So I was like, that's what I enjoy watching. I enjoy making those the most. They're kind of hard to make, but, um, you know, I'll, I'll work hard and, and try those out. And so I was like, let's do an iceberg on Cyberpunk, my favorite game ever. And, mm-hmm. um, so I ended up making one. And um, at first, it didn't do well at all. But then I made a cyberpunk kind of like defense video about, you know, how I thought like kind of the hate got out of hand. And I was giving like specific research examples of like some things people thought were supposed to be in the game, but they were never actually, you know, said by CD Projekt Red and things like that. Um, And that video blew up. And then my cyberpunk um, iceberg started blowing up. And then I had already planned on doing a Mass Effect one. So I, I released that right after. And then that one did great. And then um, I was like, okay, well, I really like making these. I enjoy videos like this. Um, I think I'm good at this, so I'm going to keep trying this, and it's helping my channel grow. And then I made a Elder Scrolls one, and then that's the best video I've ever had, right? So that's mm-hmm. like 200k views now, which I know for like big YouTubers are like, I do that every day. Nah, that's but, impressive, uh, though. That's that's cool, man. Go ahead. Yeah, no, and it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. And it's uh, so it's cool to see, right? And then I was like, well, obviously, I wanted to do a Fallout one, and the Elder Scrolls one did so well that that would be crazy for me not to. So. Did the Fallout one. That one's actually doing so far even better than the Elder Scrolls one. And then um, I'm, I'm mixing it up. I'm doing. I'm going to do a Minecraft one next, which I a lot of my fans will probably be like, we want Dragon Age, which I'll do. But, um, 
you know, I always want to make sure I'm doing things that are creatively interesting to me too. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And, that, and that's why I'm trying to mix in other videos too. Like I did a prey, like moon crash kind of like deserves more video. Um, and I actually think that video is really fantastic. Obviously it's not going to get nearly as many views. It's not as clickable and things, but yeah. Yeah. But, but that, that's why I did the icebergs. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, was the other guy called barely sociable? Yep, that was it. That was it. Dude, I love Barely Sociable. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we watch the same stuff, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, a couple of great uh, content creators there as well, Nexpo and uh, Barely Sociable. But yeah, as uh, as you were touching on with the cyberpunk thing, it's quite interesting, actually, how you said um, in the video that you... I need to watch that video. I think I... I definitely watched one of... The, maybe I watched the Iceberg. Yeah, I watched the Iceberg video, but I haven't watched the... Uh, the defense video i don't think yet but that um yeah that point you made where you said like highlighting things that cd project never said was a thing and what wasn't actually going to be in the game i feel like because cyberpunk started getting so much hate people just started throwing out things like see you're meant to be able to do this but you can't and it's just like well, it's just a screen grab from like a post from somewhere on social media there's no like <laughs> it's not authentic or anything like that or the real deal but people just started piling in on it. Is that what you found when you were like researching your defense video? Yeah, hundred percent. And I, I think um, you know, especially in the gaming community, but really just the internet in general, right? Or uh, you know, just nowadays, uh, people get like pretty. They just kind of pile onto things, and then they can be pretty negative, right? It's I don't know. I kind of like looking at things in a more nuanced way, and um, I, I always thought Cyberpunk was way better than people said. Mm-hmm. It was weird because the game was like overhyped. But then yeah. it had such huge backlash that's kind of like underrated now, in my opinion. Um, I completely agree. Yeah, so it's like this weird dynamic. So um, it, it almost swung too far the other way. And um, so I, I just kind of wanted to speak to that, right? And, and I just did a bunch of research. And yeah, I, I think you'd find the video interesting. It, it, I think it came out right after the Cyberpunk Iceberg. It's, it's, I think it's the pinned one on my channel. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch but, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you'd like it because it sounds like you like Cyberpunk too um but yeah i just did a lot of research and it's just it's just so funny how like people just and they just get mad eh? there's so like for example a lot of people that don't like cyberpunk like if you even mention you like the game i have friends that have never even played the game who are just like dude that game's trash <laughs> like dude you've never even played it and they're like dude i saw the clips i'm like but bro you like i basically like yeah it's i feel like it's just what i've learned like the older i've gotten is it's like with everything like, I feel like all the news networks, like, you, you, it's almost like you have to fact check them, whether it's CNN or Fox News or whoever, right? And then with gaming, if, if it's cyberpunk, like, if you haven't actually played it yourself, you don't know. And I think another example is, like, um, other games are just absolutely beloved, and then, like, I'll play them, and I'll be like, yeah, that was a good game, but I don't see why everyone thinks this is, like, the greatest thing of all time. Like, God of War, for example, um, I finally got to play it on PC. Um, I thought it was a great game, but I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh my God, this is like the funny. second coming of Christ. <laughs> I, uh, I used to do uh, my own YouTube channel back a few years ago and I did a top five, uh, overrated games and God of War was on there. I'm <laughs> in. I, cause I was like you, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. You know, I had a good time with it, but then I, I, I played it as it came uh, when it first came out and stuff and people just like tens across the board. I yeah, was like, exactly. Mm. I don't think it's that yeah, I was like, good. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, see, damn, damn, we agree on, like, everything. Um, I see how you found my channel. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but no, I mean, and that's a lot of the reason I like doing the things I'm doing on my channel, too, is, like, you'll probably notice a lot of my videos are, like, contrarian opinions, and 
it's just because I mean, one, I am kind of a contrarian in a way, but also it's just, I feel like there's so many things like people just don't like, they don't give cyberpunk a try or they like say God of War is just the greatest thing ever. And it's like, I don't know, like people just get too crazy in their opinion. It's, it's not nuanced enough, I guess, like I was mm-hmm. saying before. And, and I kind of like it being a voice for, you know, like for example, cyberpunk, I like being that voice of like, am I the only one that thought this was actually really great? And like, I thought the characters <laughs> and moments were amazing and, and it wasn't, and I, I didn't experience as many problems. Is that just me? Like, so I don't know. I, I must admit with um, cyberpunk, I knew, I mean, I knew I was enjoying it whilst I was playing through it, but it was um, like, you know, I, I, not any spoilers or anything but just the end and you, you know you get some video messages and it was at the end where i was getting some messages off characters and i was just a bit like oh yeah i did care a lot actually <laughs> yeah no well dude really the funny good. thing is when i first got the game right i was like oh this is amazing i'm having so much fun and like i just kept being like wow i can't believe how much i like this game but i would always go on like reddit and because i when i'm playing through a game i really enjoy like seeing how other if i like something right i get excited and want to see other people excited but I'd like go on the cyberpunk subreddit and everyone's like, this is the worst game ever. And like, they'd show up bugs and everything. Right. And it kind of bummed me out, but I'm like, you know what? But I still love the game. And I would go back and then like, I would notice the bugs more. Right. And they'd be like, and this thing, like the reload animation for one split second, it like, doesn't like do it quite right. And it, and it like hangs. And I'm like, Oh, I did notice that. Maybe it's not that great, but like, there were just, it just kept having great moments and, and like things I loved. And I just kept liking the combat more. And I was just like, nah, I do love this game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I didn't read that hate, I would have been like, this game is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it was just, the hate almost, like, convinced me things were bad when I didn't actually even care. And then, like you said, dude, like, when you get to the end, I got the star ending with Pan Am first time, and I was just like, dude, that ending hit so hard. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was so good. Like, barely, like, not even games, just, like, art or, or like, anything makes me feel like that. I was like, that was, like, a, a journey. Like, that was good. Yeah. Like, it spoke to me. Like, I like that. For sure. I made the wrong. I made the wrong choice on the end, and I definitely wasn't happy with mine. Oh God! <laughs> oh no! I, yeah, it, it wasn't like me hating the game or anything. It was just me when I, I was like, "Damn, why the hell did I do that?" <laughs> that was oh, a yeah, bad no. choice on my behalf. Yeah, yeah. no, sure I, I get that for sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, I completely agree. People, problem is when you start, especially with cyberpunk, it was kind of hard to avoid the hate. Um, literally every time, especially you know you. you most social media you go on is already fine-tuned to things you like and stuff like that because of algorithms and whatnot and then just going on seeing a lot of cyberpunk hate and i'm playing the game and i'm thinking hmm, i'm actually really enjoying it and then like you said when people start pointing out things you pick up on it but then like like again like you said when you have a bit of reflection you're like actually those things don't really bother me didn't take away from my experience of enjoying the game enjoying the story elements and stuff like that and characters so overall yeah it's uh really good game <laughs> yeah i completely agree it's a shame i hope people go back to it and give it another chance but i i don't know we'll see yeah i, I hope that one dlc they're making for the game is just phenomenal and like it gets a bunch of good like reception and hopefully that brings more people in and then they see the base game and they'll be like is this the dlc it's so good and it's like no nah, that was always there <laughs> yeah like, yeah. <laughs> yeah fingers crossed i mean they made great witcher 3 dlc so i've got I've yeah. hope that they can do that again with cyberpunk um, yeah uh moving on to the last couple of questions that i have for you and uh one of them is uh what's your favorite thing about youtubing and uh, your community oh that's funny i was gonna say one of them's like the community aspect i so like in the youtube channel it's the the best part about recently is you know about growing a lot is i mean one you get some extra cash so 
um, look cooler for the girls, but <laughs> but also it's uh it, it's just the community aspect of like it's cool. You know, I have all these opinions, and before it's like I make a video to like ten views, a hundred views, and like one comment. And the comments like I hate you, and I'm like okay, <laughs> you know, yeah, thanks, have a good one. But um, now like every day I'm just getting tons of comments, right? Of like you know either oh I really like this video, you know it's like that you're this is cool stuff, and I'm like thank you, or it's like talking about what I talked about, right? Like, so for example, I have a Mass Effect by the green ending, the best ending, which as you can imagine, has been controversial, but <laughs> um, but even the people that like disagree, it's 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 fun to have those conversations, kind of like we are now, you know, it's 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 nice to have that, right? Because I'm passionate about gaming. That's that's why I do this on the side, right? And that's why I make these videos because um, it's something I care about. It's something that's cool to me. And um, it's, it's cool to have that discussion with everyone. And, and also it's, it's nice to, you know, see those community members. It's cool because some of the people... You know, when I first started streaming, like the first viewer I ever had, like two years ago, two three years ago, um, he still comes by sometimes. Like he just commented on one of the YouTube videos. So I was like, "Oh no nice. way! What's up, Rexy? How you doing, man?" Yeah, um, that's cool. So it's it's kind of cool to like. It's almost like you grow up with those people too, and and kind of you know, yeah, it's a little community thing. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And like you said, I think it's always nice as well to have comments that um, you know they don't have to be your opinion's trash and blah 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 it, they can go well i think this and that and then you can respond and it's quite a healthy dialogue i think that's cool because at the end of the day everyone has different opinions when it comes to well mostly everything <laughs> but oh yeah exactly space. <laughs> yeah, especially in gaming and what i've noticed too is like i i tend to just I, like I, I mentioned it earlier but one of the best things i learned from streaming was i just learned how to handle failure better and and how to not like get too into my own success or failure so a lot of times people will comment things like oh i hated this your opinion makes no sense blah and they'll like you know they write or like a full novel about how my opinion <laughs> sucks and and like i before like when i was streaming that would stuff would piss me off so much like or if someone was like annoying on stream but now i just i'm I just like no it's it's cool you know either they're having a bad day or they, they just disagree with me and so yeah, i've noticed you know if you're just like oh yeah i totally see that side but I think this way, usually almost all, every single time, you, if, even if you go through my comments, you'll notice those people are like, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Like, oh, thank you so much. I you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so it's, it's that kind of community aspect of just, you know, you know, it's not too serious, just having fun, keep keeping things chill, being, not taking yourself too seriously and yeah. that kind of stuff, I guess. For sure. I feel like sometimes as well, you can kind of diffuse the person just by, like you said, giving a more relaxed response. A lot of the times, I think sometimes people are just trying to bait, aren't they? And then when they don't, get oh, hundred percent. Like, oh, okay. You, you take all the wind out of their sails. Like, yeah. if you're just relentlessly positive, it's like, it, because if you're just positive to someone that's being an asshole, like at first they're funny, but then if you're positive, it's like they're just too much of an asshole if they respond negatively again. So it's like they're in this weird spot where like you have to be nice, otherwise you just look annoying. Yeah. So it's it's actually like a good strategy too if you're just like want to get rid of hate. Yeah, for sure. And uh, moves on nicely to the last question. It was any tips that you would give to any aspiring content creators? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, funnily enough, like one of my biggest things, at least for me, you know, now that I've been doing this for like three years, right, and just recently started taking off after all the hard work, right? It's just um, a lot of it, I feel like you can't really listen to other people is what I've realized. Like uh, I know there's this guy called Alpha Gaming who when I was coming up streaming, he had a bunch of tip videos, right? Because he was a streamer who hit it big and he was smaller before. Mm -hmm. And um, the tips were helpful. And I mean, a lot of them are like, yeah, technically it's true. It's like, oh, have a schedule or like um, have this sort of mentality, right? 
but at the end of the day, what I realize is, you know, because I mean, content creation is pretty much just like a business anyways. It's You, you kind of have to learn everything yourself. Like, like what I've re- realized is like someone can tell me a million times like, hey, man, if you get punched in the face, it's going to hurt really bad. <laughs> but I just but I just until I get punched in the face, I'm not going to like dodge the next hook, if that makes sense. Right. It's, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like you almost. Yeah, I think as humans, we almost kind of have to experience it yourself. So like the biggest tip I can give to other creators is like, yeah, like look to other people like it's good to try and not make those mistakes. It can maybe help you grow faster. And But everyone's their own person too, right? Like I can't tell you how many, like I'm not a cute girl. Like I probably can't get in a hot tub and get a thousand views, right? <laughs> I might lose viewers. They'd be like, what are you doing, Frank? Um, you know, and, and also like, I'm not as charismatic as this guy, or maybe this guy makes better types of these videos and maybe I'm better in these ways, right? And it's, you got to play to your own strengths. Everyone's their own human. Um, you know, everyone has ups and downs to, you know, the person they are and, and you kind of have to just learn what it, you know, what works for you. Like some people say, you got to work this hard and do this and, and never stop and grind until you're there. And then for other people, they'll be like, you got to make, you know, kind of have some breaks in between. And you don't know what it is for you. You know, some people barely have to sleep every night and they operate great. Some people like me, I, I kind of, the more I sleep, the better I feel, the faster I think. So I try to get as much sleep as I can. So, um, you know, it's, I, I feel like the biggest tip is just, you have to work and you have to fail. And in, if I can give one tip though, even though I just told you how taking tips doesn't, doesn't work, um, I'll go back on that and say like the mentality for me is a hundred percent what helped me the most, at least so far is not like, for example, yeah, my Elder Scrolls video is doing fantastic. It'll get to 250, you know, quarter million views here shortly. Maybe over time we'll get to 500,000, right? Uh, the Fallout one's doing even better, better. Maybe that one will get more, you know, they're doing great, but it's, you just have to have the mentality of like, the, the algorithm, you never know what's going to happen on Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, whatever. You might blow up one day and then the next day you might have nothing, right? Like I might be getting 50 views every video next month. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like keep your head down, like deal with failure, like try to recognize what you're doing wrong and get better and, and just keep working and, and learn to deal with failure and, and basically work very hard and expect a lot of yourself, but also um, be very forgiving of yourself that that's what helped me the most because before i wasn't very forgiving like in twitch right i'd work 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 and a lot of times it would go well a lot of times it wouldn't and i there were a lot of highs <laughs> high highs and low lows uh, oh, okay. but now i'm yeah now i'm just very a lot more just I, i'd say stoic just work hard if you fail pick yourself up again laugh about it and work even harder and, and figure out what to do and, and forgive yourself for the mistakes you make and just be proud of of where you've come i guess so that's the biggest step I give. Yeah, no, I think that's very solid advice as well. I think a lot of people, they get too low when it's low and too high when it's high, and they never have the right balance to be able to deal with whatever variation comes at them. So I think that makes a lot of sense, and I think a lot of people who do listen will uh, definitely be able to take that into their content creation for sure. But uh, I think that's a good place to, to end it, and obviously a big thank you frank for joining us really do appreciate it it's been a great chat and uh you know if you want to plug any of your channels now would be a good time uh yeah sure um so you guys can find me on frankly gaming on pretty much everything so frankly gaming on youtube tiktok instagram uh twitch um i also have a secondary youtube channel called frankly gaming clips which is essentially just those daily clips i'm posting on tiktok instagram and everything um but yeah, I stream on the weekends too. So if you guys want to like actually see me, you know, on video and like talk to me in person and have me interact with you, I, I stream usually Saturdays and Sundays, uh, just for a couple hours, uh, usually midday. 
and or in the mornings I'm on I'm in California time PST. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, otherwise I just release videos here and there. So um, yeah, thanks so much for having me, Luke. I really appreciate it. This was uh, this was awesome, man. Yeah, it was good fun, man. I really do appreciate you taking the time to chat. And uh, I will say as well for everyone listening, I'll link everything in the description below as well. Definitely check out uh, Frankly Gaming especially um, on all that he's mentioned, but I highly recommend checking out the Iceberg videos as well because I did really enjoy them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good to hear it. Thanks, man. Yeah, so and I'm not just blowing smoke either. And uh, yeah, really do appreciate that, man. And um, thanks for joining us. And uh, I hope you have a good week. Yeah, you too, man. And uh, good luck on all, on all the podcast stuff. Um, this was fantastic, man. You're, you're great at what you do. So um, really appreciate it. Thanks for everyone um, who does end up watching this too. And um, yeah, man. Yeah, if you ever want to run it back, let me know. This is great. Perfect. Cheers, man. And that brings an end to the podcast for this week. Obviously, and again, massive thanks to Frankly Gaming. Really do check out his content. It's really good. Um, as you know, if you listened, you've heard me say that a few times, but it is the truth. Uh, links are all in the description below. When it comes to eBlitz, you can download it from the App and Google Play Store, uh, the App Store for iOS, of course, and it's completely free to use. It's a social gaming app that helps you find gamers to play with in seconds, non-toxic, like-minded gamers, have a common interest, common game, swipe to match with them, get chatting and start playing. It's as simple as that, and as I've mentioned, it's completely free to use, so give that a download. All the links will be in the description below, and we will be back next week with some more gaming content for you guys to listen to and i hope you have a good week